Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl Leah M. Pony back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 3, y'all. So listen, we are in the month of June, y'all. Like, it's crazy to think that we are in summer 2023. Like, what? Like, I tell people all the time, I really feel like once the ball drops on January 1, <laughs> like the acceleration that happens, like you blink and all of a sudden it's summertime, right? It's crazy. So listen, this episode is actually airing a few days before Juneteenth. And so I got to say happy Juneteenth to all my black folk, my African folk, my BIPOC, my indigenous people, like happy uh, Freedom Day, right? Because... <laughs> The world tried to make us believe that we was free um, um, on the uh, 4th of July, um, but no. So <laughs> happy Juneteenth to us out here. Definitely make sure y'all are doing something to celebrate. Definitely make sure that you are checking out all the Juneteenth programs and exhibits and all that is happening in, in your local area um, and rock something, rock something that makes you proud to be a black person, right? So Definitely, definitely make sure y'all do that. So listen, this episode, I really wanted to talk about this concept that it's not really a new concept, but it was something that back in, I would say 2021 was something that really, um, I kind of started out in coaching talking about, and that is this concept of mastering your message, right? Because one of the things that I have realized on my journey as being a visibility activator, right, is that the parts of visibility that most people overlook is the messaging part, right? So they they just be up here talking to people, not really sure who they talking to, what they need to talk about, all that good stuff. And so Master Your Message was actually a five-week training that I did um, back in 2021, where I really broke down these three different parts to your message. And so I was like, you know what? Here at Hey Queen Thrive, we we balance life and business and all that good stuff. So this may be an episode that really is going to help someone who may be struggling in the message department. Okay, so let's get into it. So Master Your Message is a concept that I had created um, that focuses on three parts to your message, right? So one the actual message or what we know as the core message to your audience and three, leveraging your message, right? And so we're going to talk about that real quick. So to one, for the first phase of or first part core messaging, the two things that you really need to identify or three things rather is one, what is going to make you stand out. What makes you unique? You probably have heard the term unique selling proposition or unique value proposition. It's the same thing, right? It's it's a really fancy way of saying, how are you going to stand out, right? Amongst the sea of other people that do what you do, <laughs> how are you going to be unique? How are you going to stand out? And really one way to help you do that is just answer that question, writing down, what are some things that make me unique, right? Like, that is going to help you when when you have to begin to identify your core message, which gets me into the second part to that. So now that you've figured out what makes you unique, you really want to identify what's your core message, right? Your core message definitely should be something that you resonate with, but it also should be something that your people will resonate with, right? So for example, my core message is turn your pain into power, Right. Um, I used to say, turn your pain into purpose. And then God cor corrected me and was like, 
nah, that's not it, son. <laughs> like, you are purpose. You were born with the purpose on purpose. So really, my message is now turning your pain into power because I embody going from traumatic experiences, experiencing a lot of trauma and being able to turn it into something real powerful and something that I'm proud of and, and do amazing things with, right? So identify your core message. Make sure it is the message that not only resonates with you, but is going to resonate with your people as well, okay? The third part to the core message part is identifying what I like to call story pillars. Story pillars are really those stories and those experiences that connect the message, right? So when I typically talk about turning my pain into power, whether it's on a podcast interview or anything of that matter, right? When I'm typically talking about that concept, I usually share a few things. So I might share my sexual assault story. I might share being a daughter of two addicts and what that was like growing up. I might share, um, you know, finding out at a, later on in life that I was born addicted to drugs. I might share, you know, my abandonment and my rejection story, you know, about what it was like not being raised by my parents. Like, so I have what I call story pillars, right? So identify two to three story pillars or experiences that connect the message, right? Because again, if your message is like mine, turn your pain into power, whatever your message is, then you want to make sure that you have in your arsenal or your tool bag, a list of stories or experiences that connect the message, right? Because it, it makes no sense to have a, a core message if you don't have no experiences that can kind of shine the light or make it make sense to your people. So that's the first part, right? When we talk about core message, we're looking at what makes you unique. You actually have to identify the message. What is it that you want your people to know about you? What is the, the overall arching message that you want to share with the world? And then what are those story pillars? So what are those experiences or stories that you have that connects that message that makes it resonate, Okay. Now, the second part to the Master Your Message concept is your audience, right? So you really have to determine who is this message for? Like, who are your people? <laughs> like, for real, for real. Who are your people? Because a lot of times, and I, and I can say this because when I started out in coaching, right, like audience attraction was my thing, Right. And one of the things that I used to see from so many people, and at that time I was just like targeting authors, right? But so many people struggle with was figuring out who their people were. So they would say stuff like, if I would ask, well, who's your book for? They would be like, women. Okay, what kind of woman? <laughs> like, is she a black woman, an Asian woman, a Caucasian woman? Is she a single mom, a married woman, divorced, widow? Um, is she a mompreneur? Like I would go, I would challenge them and they would be stuck because they're like, well, I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. Most people don't <laughs> like they stop at just the surface and really figuring out who your people are really is going to require you to tap into you. Right. So I, I say, to, this is what I say to my clients. So I'm giving y'all some free game real quick on Hey Queen Thrive is your people are an, are a former version of you before you became the expert. So now that you have this level of expertise, look back at your own journey. 
What is it that you needed? What was it that you struggled with? What was it that you um, was looking for that you couldn't find? So then you taught yourself and voila, you here, right? So that's the first thing. Definitely determine who your message is for. And this is, and we're talking about the second part to master your message, y'all, which is your audience. Now, once you figured out who it's for, what is their struggle? Like, what's the pain point, y'all? What is what are your people struggling with? <laughs> what is it that they need help with? What is it that they're looking out in the marketplace for? Again, this is another key component that I see so many people struggle with, and then they get frustrated because they're creating things that nobody wants. And I've been guilty of it. I call it the creativity trap, right? Where we just create, create, create with no rhyme or reason. And that is because you have not taken the time to really find out what do people really want? Like, hello, somebody, right? So figure out what's their struggle, what their pain points is, what is it that they are really wanting, and also what kind of solutions do they really want? Because here's the thing that I know to be true. Everybody don't fit into a coaching program. <laughs> like, let me just be honest and tell you that. Everybody don't fit into a coaching program. You know what I mean? Everybody does not does not want a coaching program. Some people might want other things. So the truth of the matter is figuring out what not only who your message is for, but what is it that they really want, what are they struggling with, is going to help you to determine the type of offers you need to create. Okay? Which leads me to the third part of Master Your Message, which is leveraging your message, right? And so leveraging your message really looks like a few things. And, and I got four things that you could do to really help you to leverage that message, right? One is make sure you're tailoring your message to fit your audience. Like, this is why knowing your audience is key, because guess what? You're going to use their language <laughs> to talk to them. I always used to say, when I used to teach audience attraction, I used to say, how I talk to my five-year-old nephew is definitely way different than how I talk to a 55-year-old. The language is different, right? It's the same concept when you're when you're out here in these social media streets and you're trying to market your business. Same concept. Know your people's language. Tailor the message to fit them. Use their words, right? Like, y'all, we be trying to make this real difficult and it doesn't have to be, right? The second thing is, again, when leveraging that message, you're, you want to use those stories to connect with them. That's the reason why I have you identifying them, right? Because you want to use those stories to connect with them. Like, those stories make you relatable. Those stories build your no like, trust factor. Those stories have people um, having people in, not only engage with you, but be interested in what it is that you have to offer. So use them. I have like a whole list. I tell people all the time, like I have a whole list of, um, I have a whole list of, whatchamacallit, like stories, experiences, different things that I pull from, right? When I want to just connect with my audience or I want to share part of my journey or things like that. Like something that I do once a quarter is I do a um, reintroduction post, right? 
on my social medias where I just reintroduce myself to like my newest followers and things like that. And in that post, I never lead with, oh, I'm amazing. And I got these list of accolades. I always lead with my story. I always lead with, this is the shit that I've gone through and I've overcame, how I've been sexually assaulted, how I've done this, this, and this, like how I've experienced this, this, and this. And then towards the end, do I drop those accolades? Do I sit here and say, um, you know, how I became this person and how I've won awards and all this other stuff. So use your stories, (laughs) y'all. Your stories is what's going to connect. Like stop thinking that you can have an online business or even an offline business, just a business in general. And you don't have to tell people about you. (laughs) Like, stop. Like the truth of the matter is people could Google you y'all. Like if you got enough content, if you got enough interviews, if you got enough shit about you on on social media and trust me, people will find out what they want to know. So you might as well just be transparent and relatable and vulnerable and tell people about your shit. Just saying. All right, which leads me to number three, which I think is even more important when we leverage our message, is you got to give value. A lot of times what I see in social media is I see people wanting to go into business for themselves and thinking about themselves. Like, and I've been that person. Like, I truly have been the transactional person. And there are some days I still am the transactional person because I've been... I'm kind of one of those people, oh, we got a problem. Let's figure out the solution and let's go about our business. But I've learned over time that relationships, sales and business is all about relationships, right? So giving value is very important. Like people will rather, um, people would rather, what's the word I'm looking for? People would rather purchase from someone that has spent time nurturing them, spent time giving value to them, spent time dropping little gems, right? Then to purchase from someone who's never spent time getting to know them. And you know how I know? Because I've been on both ends, right? Like I've gotten probably the most clients from people that turned around from, I've gotten the most clients in my business from me turning around and nurturing relationships. Hey girl. Hey, hey bro. How you doing? How's this going? Last time we talked, you said you were up to this, how that turned out, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, that's that's what I mean when I say give value. Because as much as we as business owners want to be validated in the fact that we know what the hell we're doing, so does your client. They want to be validated in the fact that you actually know, want to get to know them and want to hear from them. Right? Whereas... um. Like I said, I've been on the other end where I've been the person on on the receiving end. And I and I used that moment when it happened to me, when somebody was real transactional with me, to assess my own, <laughs> my own transactionalness, if that's a word, right? Because I didn't like how it felt when this individual was like, hey, I'm looking forward to connecting with you. And then the very next breath was like, oh, you should join my anthology. It was like, shit. Could you ask me how I'm doing today? Like, <laughs> like, what's my favorite color? Nothing. And so, I, like I said, I've been on both ends. And I could tell when you build those relationships, when you give value, when you nurture, when you drop little gems, right? Like, you are cultivating the type of client 
that is going to not only see you and relate to you, but they're going to want to work with you. So definitely make sure you're spending time giving value when you're leveraging your message. Like make it about them. Like don't make it about you. Yes, you know you the bomb.com and yes, you know you know what the hell you're doing. Like, but make it about them and what they want and what they need or whatever. The the fourth point that I'll make, and we'll get ready to wrap this up and go into Thrive Nugget, is um showing how you're the expert. Not telling them, show them. Show them how you are the expert, right? And you could do that in so many different ways, right? Like a lot of times I think people feel like, oh, I got to tell you I'm the solution to your problem. No, one of the ways that I tell people all the time, one of the ways that I show that I'm the expert is through the power of testimonials. Like I tell my current clients and even past clients, like testimonials is the thing that you should be leveraging to help you master your message, right? Because it doesn't matter what you say about your business and your brand. It matters what your people say. So that's one of the reasons why I always, 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 always ask my I, my clients, hey, send me a testimonial. Whether it's written, whether it's in video form, I need you to send me a testimonial, right? Because that's going to help me to be able to show that I'm the expert because they're going to see it from or hear it if it's a video from directly from people that have worked with me. It don't matter what I say. <laughs> It really don't. It does. It has. It does not matter what I say. Like I can toot my own horn all day long, but it doesn't matter what I say. What matters is what other people say. So you got to show people that you're the expert. You got to show people that you're the solution to their problem. And one way that you can do that is by leveraging testimonials, by getting those that have worked with you to share with you their testimonial, their experience, and they use it. Post it on your social media, post it on your website, post it on, if you have a, a, a course, have it in your course, like post it so that people can know that, hey, you are the go-to person. You are the person that should definitely be helping or assisting or um, it are the solution. So that's master your message, y'all. Three parts. Again, know your message, know who it's for, and leverage it. So that is what I got for you guys on Master Your Message. Stay tuned because Thriving Nuggets is up next. What's up, y'all? It's, we're back. It is time for Thriver Nuggets. Hey. All right. So listen, I think that we just talked about something really, really, really profound. And I think that Mastering your message is definitely something that many of us have to continuously work on. So let me say that because I think sometimes people think that once you've developed your core message or just your message in general, that it stays that way. And really your message should be shifting and evolving as you shift and evolve, right? So understand that some your message may stay the same. It may not. It may grow as you grow and that's okay, okay? But For this episode's Driver Nuggets, I really want to talk about seven ways that you can show yourself as the expert, right? Because that was the one of the last things I said when leveraging your message is that you got to show, not tell, that you're the expert, right? So let's talk about it. The first thing is um, share your journey. Understand that when people are following people on social media, there's something about 
what they see that is engaging enough, right? That's sparking some type of interest. So people really want to get an inside look as to where you've been and how you've gotten where you are today, right? So sharing your journey is a great way to show yourself as an expert to your ideal people, your ideal audience, okay? Number two, and I think this is a big one, ask the right questions. Like one of the things that I say all the time is that um, marketing, market research is something that you should be continuously doing, right? So even before you come up with a offer or anything, like you should be talking to your people. Ask the right questions. Ask them what are they struggling with? What is it that they want? What's the type of uh, solution that they're looking for? Like, ask them because no one could tell you better about your, um, about you. Well, scrap that. No one could tell you better about what it is that they want and need or the type of offer they're looking for, the type of solution that they're looking for than the people that you're targeting. So ask them and ask the right questions. Number three, utilize those story pillars. Utilize those experiences. Utilize those those um, stories that you have identified, right? Because again, the whole time you're creating your message is, is really to help you build that know, like, and trust factor, right? So you want to be able to spend a lot of time um, having those stories, sharing some of your experiences. Like I, for example, um, I remember I sent out an email to my email list, um, a couple of months ago. And I was like, um, I was the caption, the subject said, I was, I'm struggling financially. Right now, anybody that know me, they probably read that and was like, Oh shit. <laughs> what's, what's going on with Leah? Right. Or like, I remember when I sent one email and the, the subject said, I quit dot, dot, dot. Like it was enough to get them to, um, open the email. Right. And actually both of those emails got like over 60% open rate or whatever. But in there, I shared a story. I was sharing a story about, for the one about struggling financially, about being in business, still relying on my paycheck, having to learn how to balance, you know, manage my money, having to learn how to really budget, you know, because I didn't know these things and how being in business kind of shined the light on those money messages and the things that I was dealing with as it relates to money and how I was building up this resistance to money that was preventing money from flowing into my company, right? So utilizing those story pillars, utilizing those experiences helps you to show yourself as an expert because as long as you can tie it into how you've been able to go from you know, being broke as a joke to now <laughs> making money, like, again, it'll help people to relate to you. And it will help people to begin to see themselves in your journey. Number four, share both positive and negative aspects of your journey. And here's why I say that, because one of the things that social media does very well is they share what we call highlight reels, right? Like they share only the great things about their story, only the great things about their journey. And the truth of the matter is you didn't wake up like this. <laughs> like you just didn't, you know what I mean? Like you've gone through some things, you went through a process, all of that. So being okay with being vulnerable and sharing 
when shit just ain't sweet. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, one of the things that I pride myself on and one of the things I know that my ideal client absolutely loves about me is the fact that I don't have no problem being that transparent. Being like, you know what, today just one of them days where <laughs> I ain't with the shits. Like, <laughs> and it's okay, right? So definitely be okay with sharing both positives and negatives so that people really can understand about this journey. Because the truth of the matter is, being a boss, being a CEO, or entrepreneur, whatever you want to tag and title yourself, is not for the faint at heart. It's just not. Like, and that is one of the de- detriments to social media is we try to paint this picture on social media like you woke up like this and you've always had it like that. And the truth of the matter is, no, the fuck you ain't. <laughs> like, you haven't. So stop trying to just share all the good things and start sharing the parts of your journey that suck. Okay? Number five, make it about them. So when you're showing up as the expert, when you're showing them that you are the person that the solution to their problem, right? Make it about them. Like stop talking about yourself and talk about them. And the way you can really do that is by, again, using parts of your own journey. Talking about, you know what? I remember, you know, I could remember, you know, really having this this idea. Like, for example, I said on a post a couple of months ago, I was like, have you ever had this brand idea or this business idea, or even just like you're a book and you're like, damn, how do I get it in front of people? Like, I really know that I'm called to do something with my life, but I'm just afraid to step out there or I don't know where to start or just any of those. And when I tell you I made that post and I had so many people commenting and engaging with me on that post because that's where they were. So even when you're creating your social media content, if you can find a way to make it about them, like what is like taking something that you've experienced and twisting it in a way where they begin to see themselves, right? That is how you begin to leverage your message for sure. Which leads me to my sixth point, paint the possibility for them. Like one of the objections that I hear all the time is that people will say, oh, I can't afford to work with you. Not that you can't afford to work with me. You just don't know where your money is going, right? So this is where we get into painting the possibility. Because the truth of the matter is, if money wasn't an option or or a barrier for a lot of people, if not everybody, we would be doing the things that we want to do, right? So when we hear, for me, when I hear, I can't afford you, to me, that's a cop-out. Because when I help you to discover, so for example, if I was working with someone or having a conversation with someone and say my lowest package was like $497, right? And this person was like, oh, I want to do it. I just can't afford it, right? (laughs) My next question to them would be, well, let's talk about what it is that you currently spend your money on. Like, do you go out to eat? So the person might be like, yeah, I do. Okay, where do you like to go? Oh, you know, I do a lot of fast food during the week. And then when I'm not doing fast food during the week, um, you know, I might have date night with my boo, whatever. Okay, where do y'all go for date night? Right? Oh, you know, we might go to, you know, Ruth Chris or whatever. Or, you know, um, what's the other steakhouse? I can't even think of the Morton Steakhouse or whatever. Oh, okay. So how much money do you spend when y'all go out to Morton Steakhouse? Eh, 
on average about $150. Okay, and then how much are you spending during the week for when you go to fast food? Well, yeah, because I brought I usually buy fast food for breakfast and lunch, and then I also have kids, so then they gotta get some. So eh, either way, about a hundred dollars for the week. Okay, so on average, every week you're spending two hundred and fifty dollars. That's half the amount of money you need to start this program. That's what I mean by paint the possibility. Paint the picture of possibility. Because the truth of the matter is we say no to when it requires us to spend money because we're not ready to be stretched and we're not ready to activate our faith. When the truth of the matter is all of us got the money to do what it is that we want to do. It's just going to require you to stretch your faith. That's why I always tell people, stop relying on free. Free only going to get you but so far. You're going to have to invest. There's not a, there is not a business owner, influencer, celebrity, whoever that has not had to invest in order to get where they are today. So cut that bullshit about, oh, I'm just going to rely on free. Uh-huh. Free going to get you but so far, right? So... When you want to show up as the expert, when you want to show them that you're the expert, you got to paint the pop, you got to paint the picture of possibility for them. You got to show them one where their money's going and two how if they were to cut out going to McDonald's every week or if they were to scale back on going to having date night instead of twice a week, maybe every other week, how they would have half of the money that they need to get into your program. Because sometimes we just don't see it. <laughs> like, that's just the truth. Sometimes we just don't see it, right? So definitely we got to be open to painting a picture of possibilities for our people so that they see us as the solution. And then the last one that I would say for y'all is be consistent. Notice I said consistent, not frequent consistent because a lot of times when we hear the word consistent we think that means oh i got to show up seven days a week no that just means you got to keep doing whatever it is that you're doing over and over and over and over and over and over again till it sticks that's what i'm saying so don't get flustered don't get frustrated don't get annoyed and even when not let me scrap that even when you do get frustrated flustered and annoyed be willing to not only sit with that for a minute process through that and then come back to the problem from a different set of lenses, right? But but be consistent. Like you cannot post it one time on social media and expect people to, to move. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. So be consistent. So that's what I got for you guys on this episode on mastering your message. Definitely make sure that you are spending time identifying those three those three core parts to your message, the message itself, who your people are, and the ways that you're going to leverage it. Because all three of those combined is going to help you to master your message and continuously get in front of your people so that they see you, you see them, and they know that you're the expert. So then they'll be, they'll be ready to jump at the, the offer that you need. So that's all I got, y'all. <laughs> this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Tune in again next week for another Power Pack episode with another Power Pack guest. I love each and every one of you. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Leah and Forney. Listen, 
Calling all boss women entrepreneurs. Listen, if you're tuning in right now, I need you to stop what you're doing and pay attention. Because let me tell you something. Your girl is here with a personal invitation for you to come join her over at Pitch Like a Boss. Listen, Pitch Like a Boss is the ultimate ultimate online community just for women entrepreneurs like you. And what do I mean by like you? If you desire to attract more media attention, if you desire to increase your profits, and if you desire to build your authority in your industry, then you need to come kick it with us over at Pitch Like a Boss. That's right. You can find us right on Facebook. Okay. So let me tell you real quick. Here's five reasons why you need to come kick it with us. One, you're going to gain access to industry-leading experts such as myself. Two, you get to connect with other like-minded women that are on the same journey as you. Three, tons of resources are already in the community. I mean, we got tips, we got tricks, we got templates, we got guides. Four, it's continuous learning because every week, every Wednesday, you can catch me live doing our boss sessions where I am teaching you everything I know about attracting more media attention, increasing those profits, and building your authority in your in your industry. And then the last reason why you need to come join is support. Stop doing business alone. So listen, I need you to click the link in the show notes of this episode and go ahead and come kick it with your girl and our sisterhood over at Pitch Like a Boss on the Facebook platform. Talk to you soon. Bye.